Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. Happy New Year. 2021 is here, and I'm declaring it the year of Ghostbusters. Okay. There, I've made my statement. <laughs> so are you going to back it up? Uh, it's just like, it's like a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have heard. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. It's uh, it's been quite a year. 2020 was weird and fun and also sometimes not fun. But overall, we made it through and we're here in the new year. And I am joined as always as we begin the celebration of five years of Yes, Have Some podcast. Now, our official anniversary, I believe, is February 6th. So we got about a month. We got about four or five weeks and we're going to be celebrating starting next week. We're going to have some official celebrations, some countdowns, some reminiscing, some acknowledgments. It's going to be good. I can't wait. But until then, you just have to have a, a regular episode. Actually, today's not regular. This is a super-sized episode. episode. Yeah, this is... I wish it this was a regular a, episode. This is a super-stressed episode, I think. Yeah, this, it is. It is. This, this, felt this like, was the most stressful fuck budget I've ever done. <laughs> it felt like a final exam. <laughs> I go, used a calculator. Like to, to go along with the rest of 2020, Abby made like the most ridiculous fuck budget possible. It's going to be good. I've it's made a be huge good. mistake. Hey, uh, Jacob Walsh, man. How, uh, how are you? How is your, uh, how is your life? You, uh, Jake was rejected going into a Walmart the other night. Uh, I heard because <laughs> it was closed. Oh, I was like, because and I was on the phone with him. It was, it was closed. I didn't realize I didn't realize that our Walmarts here in town um, now close early. Uh, I, I guess it was something that started during the quarantine, which I knew that happened. But, you know, things haven't been closed down here um, since March. So I, I went to Walmart and they were like someone yelled. I didn't even get inside. They were like, hey, do you work here? Hmm. And I was like, no. And they're like, we're closed. Technically, though, you couldn't you like still say you did? Yeah, he you never could really be got, like, he never I guess I could <laughs> I could have just said yes and they would have been like, okay. Hey, by the way, imagine like two, three years ago you were listening. If they were like, hey, do you want to hear the first five minutes of your first episode of 2021? You'd be like, whoa, yeah. And then you're like, quarantine? What happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I, I did want to mention that. Um, there's no official like release schedule for upcoming Ghostbusters Afterlife toys or new Ghostbusters like merchandise, but starting, uh, I guess now I, I think people should be on the lookout. I know that both Alec and Justin West who, who, uh, co-host the frog brothers podcast, 
both found that new Stay Puft, that mighty, what is it called? Mighty, Mighty Might? Mighty Max? It's something like that. It's like the one we Probably saw. Probably not that, but something. I'll look it up. It was in group therapy. It's uh, it's the one, Jake, we saw it at Toy Fair. It's like a bigger Stay Puff, but it has like kind of like changeable yeah, facial it's expressions. School. It's like a play school kind of thing. It's it's a it's a kid's, you know, well, I guess they're all kids toys, but it's like a, a it's aimed more at younger. It has the a little thing on the top of his head. You can push it and his face will spin around from a. A happy face to a to a mad face. And I was trying to think back, like when Answer the Call came out. That movie came out in July, and I think the the toys kind of started hitting like March or April. So, um, with the way that the distribution's been, with the delays and everything, I, I would say in the next couple of months, uh, two to three months, we should start seeing uh, a lot of new Ghostbuster stuff hitting uh, Target and Walmart. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. I really am. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, anything from <clears throat> anything new is just exciting. And, uh, even though it's sort of a silly looking toy, it, it's just cool. I, I'm, I'm super excited to get these fright features things. And this is, even though this might be a little different, it's kind of the first, I think the, it'll pair well with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of packaging and stuff like that. So it's just like, it's the first of, of what we're going to get. And I'm just excited <laughs> to pick it up. Yeah, man. It's the first sign of Ghostbusters, like yeah, being accessible and us being able to go out to a store and look for it. It's a big deal. Jake told me last night that, uh, and this is a pretty bold claim that the the upcoming Slimer Fright Feature figure, which we, we did see at Toy Fair almost a year ago, is you think it's the best Slimer you've ever seen. I think so. I think I, 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 I was specifically saying that I think it's my favorite of all of the new stuff coming. That is a bold statement to say the best Slimer out of all of them. Um, <clears throat> so don't put words in my mouth. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what you said. <laughs> but I definitely think that – it's the thing that I'm most excited for that's that's coming that I that out of this new wave of figures, including what we've gotten so far from plasma series. Right, right. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. Obviously, stay tuned. We're we're gonna have extensive coverage mm. of all of the new Ghostbusters toy releases. Um, and speaking of that, if you want to see what a madman hunting for toys every day of his life looks like, make sure you're subscribed to, uh, yes, have some on YouTube where I've been posting my, my toy hunts and people seem to be really enjoying them. So, uh, I'll keep doing it because I'm out there hunting anyway. You might as well, <laughs> you might as well come with me. You might as well film it. It's not a show. It, it's somebody said today that they felt like watching me was matching up to their internal dialogue when they go to these stores. And I can only help but think that it was specifically when I was said that I thought being at Walmart was like a fucking disaster. Like (laughs) just like, it's just, it's kind of a nightmare being there for all sorts of reasons. But uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So make sure you're checking out the YouTube channel, subscribing to that. And if you haven't watched our, our 2020 end of the year, uh, Jeffrey's, uh, our toy awards, make sure that you, uh, Check that out. It's now available on the YouTube channel. So lots of good stuff going on. We've got some exciting plans for 2021. And uh, yeah, I I feel good. Abby, do you feel good about this year? Yeah, I feel great. Especially with you doing those toy hunt videos. If we're going to have Ghostbusters stuff in stores, if it's in there now, like that's something to look forward to. And I'm I'm excited about it. Well, I remember I'm trying to think back. Like I got all the answer the call. Like, so Jake, you remember the answer the call stuff started coming out. It was kind of like. Like, okay, this is happening. 
these are the first like in-store Ghostbusters figures we've gotten a long time. And like, I remember yeah. being like getting out there. I remember going to Toys R Us. I think it's the first place I saw it all. It's kind of sad. Toys R Us isn't here now. <clears throat> um, it was the, um, I, I, I'm pretty sure the first thing that we found were, were the little, the, the little squishy things. Oh the, yeah. The squishy you guys bought the mm-hmm. whole you guys found it and bought the whole box. That yeah. does sound and like give us me. the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it, that was a lot of fun and, uh, yeah, it's just been weird. So, <clears throat> excuse me. There, there's a lot of good, you know, there's a lot of fun movies and stuff we're looking forward to this year. And I think it was kind of, um, I really like real quick heartfelt. Thank you to the YHS audience, our listeners, our followers, uh, whoever engages with us on social media, members of group therapy. And of course, everybody listening to the podcast on a weekly basis, um, 2020 presented challenges in the sense that we really pride ourselves on being able to, uh, dig deep and talk about like new movies that are coming out and new TV shows and obviously Ghostbusters, uh, and Jurassic Park and, you know, Godzilla, all, all the stuff we talk about. And there really was a huge deficiency of content. Uh, so thank you for sticking with us as we got through 2020. Yeah. Uh, so if you missed us doing fuck budgets on like, con- like current stuff, yeah. get ready for the second half of this episode. Are, Cause we're doing the biggest well, fuck budget. 2020 ever. was Dream. the year, but I was going to say though, are we acting like, uh, that's all just done it's now. Done. It's done. It's gone. Not. No, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's now gone. Listen, all I'm saying when is we woke up on January 1st. It ended. Um, fuck budgets last year were kind of replaced by like, you know, Tiger King parodies and you know, other <laughs> things were like, got to fill the time somehow. Um, no, but I, I'm excited about this year. And, uh, even though the world is crazy and there's crazy stuff happening, uh, in the world, uh, today and every day, uh, we, we want to be here to provide, uh, some escape and some entertainment and, um, even for ourselves. Hell, I need an escape right now. <laughs> yeah, so this go. is good. Uh, but um, we're, we're not going to I don't want to pull any punches. I don't I don't have anything else. I want to get into this. What Abby has planned, the, the super mega fuck budget. What I have regrettably planned. It was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, but Jake, well, I think some of these are, will be easy to kind of just <laughs> we're just going to zoom right through it. So, Jake, real quick. Did you have anything else that you, you needed to uh, uh, touch on or, or get off your chest or say before we uh, move on here? No. OK. No, I don't think so. Sometimes when you ask that, I feel like you're asking specific, like you're waiting for me to say something. And I'm like, oh, am I supposed to talk about something right here? You can say something. Like Jake, like Craig wants an apology from Jake. I would like you to apologize to me. Are you sure? um, I'm going to say that go get a Star Wars tattoo from Jake. That's what I would say. Okay, cool. It's 2021. Yeah, sure. That yeah. sounds good. I'll do that. Uh, follow Jake on Jacob Walsh Tattoos on Instagram and uh, check out his amazing arc and arc. His amazing arc as a human I'm build, being. I'm building a full size arc. <laughs> oh my god! Full of Star Wars characters and his emotional two arc as a kind. character. His two Jar Jars. <laughs> Wait, that would be a good tattoo or a good Whoa. illustration. One hundred percent. Two of every yeah, species. Two by two, marching into the arc. Mm-hmm. I, I was. I almost just asked you if you could only pick two. But droids. there's only one set of footprints, though. Oh Wait, my god! Because Jar Jar carried the other Jar Jar. Sand. Wait, is this Kirk Cameron's podcast? I don't like sand. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we're having fun now. Listen, they need to let me write a Kirk Cameron Christian rock movie or whatever he does. Okay, anybody can do it. Yeah, just him talking about the banana peel. <laughs> How it's, I don't even okay. think I need to go into it. Hey, listen, I don't care who you are or what you believe, but Kirk Cameron's a piece of shit. He's not an actor. All right, let's move on. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live! Fuck it! 
Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, so this the so we you guys know the fuck budget where we normally have five topics, but Abby came to us and said, "Hey, there's all this Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars content, all these shows coming up that we haven't gotten into and discussed properly. Why not twenty three topics? <laughs> is that how many it was? Yeah. Oh my god, this is gonna be fun. So this is gonna be the the super mega fuck budget. Is that what it's called? It's called the world's biggest fuck budget. Okay. Wow, we're breaking records already. Yeah, this it's year's off a to billboard. A, put it in the books. <laughs> put yes. it in the books. Incredible. Uh, Somebody called the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh yeah, call them. Yes. You have anything else to say? About nope. That? I thought I did, but I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that be. I'm gonna leave it be. Oh my god. Um. Okay, it's out of my system. Good. But just know. 2021. There you go. New systems clear. New roads. Um, Jake, how big is your Ghostbusters collection? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, How big is this fuck budget? I heard it's the world's biggest. So here's the rules that I'm reading this. 44 fucks in the bank, 22 categories featuring upcoming Disney plus Star Wars and Marvel content. And I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. I, I added up all my numbers and, and it, I don't know if I did it right, but we're going to still do it. It's going to be fun. This was hard. And I'm I glaring at you because I added and re-added like 20 times. I was like, this, I know. Can't, this is too much. This I looked over many. and Abby looked like she was in Goodwill hunting. Like on a chalkboard. <laughs> I thought I was doing like a final exam. <laughs> um, so, um, oh, real quick, Abby. Yeah. The tank top. Oh, somebody sent me a tank top. <laughs> it's really cute. It's from, um, what's the name of the? T-Fury. T-Fury, um, which I've definitely ordered from them before, but I did not order this for myself. It's like a tank top. It's very much my style. It's a black tank top. It's got like a crossover of cats as horror icons, slasher characters. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever sent that, please tell me who you are. Cause it's a little weird. I'm kind of but it's nice. concerned. It wasn't my brother. I messaged him and I put it up in group therapy to say, like, hey, fess up. And people are like, that's cute. Didn't send it to you. So somebody has a secret admirer who has yeah. our address. Yes. So. <laughs> and maybe who's also possibly been in your bathroom and seen that you have that cat child's play oh yep. thing. And they were like, oh, this is perfect. Sorry. Abby was holding a stuffed animal that was rousing the uh, microphone cord. Very rousing. It was arousing it. I'm going to move that. Hey, and at the end of this episode, uh, we got an awesome email. The first email in the Yes Have Some inbox of the year. And I want to I want to read it. Uh, yeah, let's do that. We'll, After we'll I do... got that cold shiver from the idea of somebody <laughs> being in my house <laughs> yeah, sending me things. Hey, do you guys oppose, since I feel like the way this is structured, um, maybe some of the, the stuff we're more excited about might be uh, at the beginning of this list. Can we go in reverse order? Yeah, I don't care how you do it. Okay. Yeah, I'll reverse it. All right, cool. So, the super big... (laughs) (laughs) Can we add some music or something to get us more pumped for this? Yeah, yes. There's going to be like biggest fuck budget. Fuck budget. We each have to allocate our fucks. Okay. Number 23. I am Groot, the Disney Plus Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Abigail Gardner. This is your budget. How many fucks do you give? Thank you. I do own up to this budget. I gave this four fucks. It's something I'm very excited about. Obviously, I love Groot, love Guardians of the Galaxy. It was kind of my gateway into the Marvel Universe. Um, I like that it's a series of shorts, that it's anchored by Baby Groot, and that James Gunn is executive producing it. So that's four fucks. Okay, I see. So this is two different things, though. The holiday special... So you're it's, talking about all the Guardians content. Yeah, I kind of lumped it into gotcha, one because gotcha. I just couldn't have 24 categories. That's too many. <laughs> so I just 
combine these into one. Okay. Cool. Four fucks. Uh, yes. Jake, how, how oh, well, that was confusing. I thought this was one thing, and I gave the holiday special two fucks. Okay. Um, I did not give specifically I am Groot any fucks because I just was unaware that it was separate. Um, I gave it two just because, like, uh, uh, Guardians live action holiday special sounds really really fun yeah i agree Abby, yeah. abby's like i'm do, putting this is similar abby's to the cookies being burned on the bottom for me i'm like because because i'm just upset at myself honestly for making the most confusing fuck budget but more than anything i'm mad at disney plus because it's not only fine. did this ha- this happen with other categories though between bo- the book of boba fett and then mando season three i was like wait is that two separate things is that one i needed to research it all right well i gave this four fucks because okay. i Truly believe that when James Gunn is doing Guardians of the Galaxy content, nothing can go wrong. Um, so what we know is that they're going to be filming the holiday special um, at the same time that they do Guardians Volume 3. It's going to be a live action special on Disney Plus, And that just sounds amazing. There's not a mm-hmm. whole lot to say other than, I mean, it's James Gunn. It's Guardians. It's going to be great. And uh, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're welcome. Yeah, I think you should say like a little description before we give our fucks. Of what it is? Yeah, of each thing. I think that might... Is kinda... that better than me actually giving a fuck about the thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't want your opinion. We just want your description. <laughs> uh, your information. Number 22, Armor Wars. This is going to be the live action Disney Plus show. Uh, I believe, is this the one about Tony Stark's kid? No, it's going to be War Machine. Oh, this is the War Machine one. Gotcha, gotcha. So the War Machine. In the comics, it's Tony Stark, but, you know, he's dead, so. Hmm. <laughs> Jake, I told you, maybe people do need to email us what they've been emailing uh, us. It's, <laughs> Endgame's been out for a long time. Yes. I can say Tony Stark is I'm dead. I'm kidding, but it's just funny because of that email. Have we, we read that? E- you just teased it. Uh, it's going to tease it okay, later. Okay, I got uh, it. I got okay, it. Jake, I'll start off. Armor Wars, Disney+. Plus. Oh, I gave it zero fucks. And it, and listen, I gave a lot of this Marvel stuff zero fucks, but not because I don't actually care, but because it's so early and I don't know enough about a lot of it and what it's going to be. And I'm confused as to what's live action, what's animated. There's just so much content coming. And there's also 23 categories on this fucking thing that it was really hard for me to like. So, legitimately give fucks about everything. So this got a zero from me. Abby looked really upset with me today when I said, why did we have a cap? Why didn't we just give each one of these a score one to ten? So and I was like, it. I took the fuck budget formula and multiplied it by <laughs> <laughs> however many. Like, okay. oh, Abigail, God. Armor yes. Wars. Same as Jake. Uh, I just kind of want to echo his speech. I gave this zero fucks, not because I'm not like behind Don Cheadle or like kind of into that stuff. It's, I'm just, it's, it's one of many things I don't know enough about. And I will say that like the idea of tech falling into the wrong hands and like, it doesn't really interest me very much and I don't know enough about it yet. So giving it zero. Well, I gave it four. Wow. Okay. But as you guys will understand, once we get to the end of this, I've used about 80 or 95. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure mine equal out to 44. (laughs) Either. So I'm just gonna, I tried. Um, it did. Hey, 
it did equal 44 until Abby hit me with an extra thing today. Dude. And I was like, oh, I've done this. I, I'm, I was like, I'm a bad I wanna, teacher. I don't want to take other ones away. I'm just going to add fucks. No one's going to count. No these. one's going to count. Um, uh, we don't have any moderation. Jeff Wisnott's not here counting everybody's fucks. So, uh, well, actually, he might be. He might be in our bathroom. <laughs> we'll send these to Jake Stevens to grade. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I gave it four because I really liked Don Cheadle as uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you War Machine? Here we go. Jesus Christ. I almost said Iron Patriot. I was getting confused, but that would have worked too. All right, moving on. Yes. 21, Iron Heart. Now, this is the live action MCU show about Tony Stark's kid, correct? Is it his kid? I'm not sure. What we know so far. Um, tell me. It's a Disney Plus series based on Ironheart, which will tell the story of an engineer who develops the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man himself and then becomes a superhero. Oh. Um, Dominique Thorne is playing the title role. So there's not much yeah, information gonna, on that. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Ironheart is just another, another person. One. Well, I gave this zero fucks. Same, but oh. I said I'll give it a chance. Oh, I'm going to watch I'm all gonna of watch, this. Uh, let me tell you why. Well, yeah, listen, these are all going to be great probably, but I also gave this zero fucks. And when you, when, when, you, when I hear armor wars, Ironheart, it's like, can we chill out with Tony Stark? Like, <laughs> do, does everybody got to have a fucking Iron Man suit? <laughs> like, Iron Man suit is an Iron Man suit. Like everybody's yeah. suit. Guy works point, at Arby's like, is wearing an Iron Man suit. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm just tired of that. Like that's it's too much. So zero fucks. Cool. All right. Good. So should we move on? Yes. Fuck it. Yeah. Ironheart. Ironheart sounds like a movie that'd be like about a horse or something. Well, Dragonheart it, was. Maybe it is. Well, now, <laughs> now if it's a horse wearing an Iron Man suit. <laughs> oh, oh I'm my in. God. Dude, I'll watch Iron Horse tonight. Okay. Proof that Iron Horse has a hoof. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. I like that. You can't put this horse down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, Iron Horse's odors like just sounds like whatever Jake dirty. just said. Like. <laughs> Some have an iron horse last night. <laughs> Left the barn open. Oh my god! He threw a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm trying to make a joke. We don't have an iron horse. We have an iron. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stallion. Se- se- secret. A- uh, secret invasion. Uh, another live action Disney show. Now this is going to be the one I believe with Samuel L. Jackson and. Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. And it's kind of a follow up to uh, some of the uh, storylines that we saw unfold in Captain Marvel. Scrolls. The scrolls. And the Cree. Abigail, how many fucks? Zero fucks. I do like Ben Mendelsohn. He's great. Um, I didn't think he was as great in Captain Marvel. I still have some issues with Captain Marvel being kind of boring. Um, still love her. Uh, so, yeah, I'd have to say this is low on my list, and I didn't give it any fucks because I had to give fucks to other shows I'm more excited about. And that's it. Well, if I know Jacob Wall, she gave this 10 fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not. Um, I gave it one fuck uh, because I am aware of Secret Invasion, and it was kind of a, a shock that they're doing that in a TV show because a lot of people for a long time thought that was going to be like the next – you know, big phase in the films where see, cause it's a big, you know, it's a big thing, it's a big story. But, but like, you know, so was civil war, you know what I mean? Civil war was this giant storyline and they fucking boiled it all down to one movie. And I think 
the TV show of Secret Invasion is probably going to be very different than what uh, people that know of the comics are used to because, you know, they have, you know, we, we got that whole movie where the scrolls were like, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of the good guys in, in, um, in Captain Marvel and you're kind of rooting for them by the end of that movie. So, um, I'm not sure exactly what the storyline is going to be here, how they're going to flip it or what they're going to do with it, but I'm interested in it. So I gave it a fuck. Cool. All right, cool. Uh, I gave it uh two fucks. So, um, I, I really, Hey Craig. Yeah. Tell me why you gave it two fucks. <laughs> well, here's the deal. When I first heard that there was going to be a uh, Samuel Jackson uh, solo vehicle for Disney plus uh, as Nick Fury. I, I really liked that. I was like, that's cool. I like him as that character. I love Samuel Jackson, um, but I didn't know what it was going to be. And now that I know that it's this, I actually really like Ben Mendelsohn and I don't know. Listen, is this going to be part of the captain Marvel two leading into it or leading out of it? I don't know. I've never read the secret invasion storyline, but Hey, I just, it sounds cool. I'm more excited about it than some of the other ones. That's why. All right. Cool. And I think I liked Captain Marvel more than both of you. That's for sure. At least on my Mm -hmm. part. I can't speak for Abby, but. I think my desire to like it outweighed how much I liked it. That makes sense. That's most things in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Cool. Uh, Okay. She-Hulk. I'll start off. Zero fucks. All right. I I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. And I'm glad Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it. But as of today, I don't care that much. I will, though, at some point, but not today. Jake? I gave it one fuck um, just because I like the Hulk, and he's always been one of my favorite characters. So a show that's going to have him, um, you know, and a new Hulk, I I think I could be into that. Okay. All right. All right. I'm giving it zero still. Um, I'm giving zero for the last couple categories. There's, I don't have any reference for it. Legal shit doesn't really thrill me. Oh, yeah. They're saying like it's Daredevil. like a legal, like a legal yeah, show. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, that might. That I'll specific, take half the fuck away for that. Yeah. That, the, the legal system doesn't thrill me. So that's. I that's hope why. it's like Law and Order Special Victims Unit and it's really dark, but just like the Hulks show up. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Now that I can get behind. Like yeah. a court procedural. But Hulk is like his still his version from like, Avengers. I Endgame. hope maybe I hope it's so it's it's Law and Order Special Victims Unit. There's like really dark stuff happening. The judge is always Mark Ruffalo, but as the Hulk. Okay. And the prosecutor or or whatever can be She Hulk. I don't know. Yeah, Sounds I good. think that works. And if and then like you know at the end of the episode, Hulk's Hulk's sentencing is just no matter what, it's always. Smash oh, and he gosh. just kills whoever. <laughs> That's uh, cool. Uh, you wouldn't like me in contempt of court. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Can we move on from that one? Sure, yeah, let's do it. Moon Knight. I'm a bad nerd, I know nothing about Moon Knight, so I can't care about it. I don't it. think anyone really does. I heard, I think he's Jewish. It says, based on the comic uh, character, based on the same mind, Moon Knight will follow a former criminal who becomes the first of Khan Shu and evolves multiple personalities. Um, it sounds like a psychological mindfuck type of thing, which 
sound I just don't know enough about it. And Oscar Isaac is attached. That's yeah, all I know. Yeah. So zero fucks. I, I, and I like that. By the way, did you guys know Oscar Isaac was in a ska band? Read that yesterday. There's that's, some video. That's cool. Um, there's some video of him opening for the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Uh, Jake, uh, have you ever read any of the Moon Knight comics? I haven't. I'm I'm pretty unfamiliar with Moon Knight. I gave it zero fucks for that reason. Cool. If it was about Oscar Isaac's ska band, I'd give it more fucks. <laughs> Uh, Moon Knight, but he wears checkered vans. Cool. Checkered pants. Miss Marvel. Abigail, how many fucks? Two fucks. Very cool. I read like the first, I don't know, six, seven, eight issues of the run of this, um, which I guess came out like probably four years ago whenever I was reading comics. Um, and it's about Kamala Khan and she's a pretty cool character. She's like a teenage Pakistani American. Um, and it definitely, the storyline in the comic will tie into Captain Marvel too. So for me, that's kind of a, a level of investment. Um, even though, like I said, I have issues with Captain Marvel. It's, it's still something I'm interested in. So what, you, what is this vendetta you have with Captain I don't Marvel? No, I think I went back to watch the, the last time I went back to watch it. I was terribly, bored by it jesus i'm just that's how i felt it's not good yeah jake has been saying that for a while uh doesn't mean that they can't soup up captain marvel 2 and like kind of spice things up i love brie larson yeah but she's not actually captain marvel so she's not like you you know what 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 are you you saying what do you mean brie larson's not like i love her as an actress and her like the person but when it comes to like i don't you can't confuse the two is what i'm saying i see i see you're Mm -hmm. separating the person from the art yes i don't know how to do that oh it's 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 all the same to me i think jake does uh that's why i love tom hanks because i was like he did right by (laughs) that guy in the green mile (laughs) he knew jake do you care about uh miss marvel you want to take a guess? All right. I'll go on to me. Um, <laughs> I gave it one fuck. Uh, the actress that cast Amon Vellani, uh, she seems to be a very talented young actress. And uh, they did confirm that Brie Larson will be reprising her role as Carol Danvers. Cool. Uh, I hope uh, Rocket's there to be like, hey, why don't you get another haircut? Classic. <laughs> classic Rocket. Um you know, real quick, a little interjection. Injection. James Gunn told a story recently that after the first screening of Guardians, a Disney executive uh, was annoyed because Bradley Cooper didn't sound like Bradley Cooper. And he's like, why are we paying some actor to sound like somebody different? And James Gunn goes, we paid him because he's an actor and he's acting. <laughs> so fuck you, anonymous Disney executive. Yeah. All right. Bradley Cooper. Next up. I'm excited about this one. I was gonna, I was gonna do an impression of Rocket Raccoon realizing he's voiced by Bradley Cooper and being upset about it. Is that not good? No, it's good. It do it. Should I do it? Yeah, why not? All right, tell me. I'll be Rocket, and Abby, you inform me that I'm voiced by Bradley Cooper. Um, Rocket, you're voiced by Bradley Cooper. What? Uh, Brad. I got nothing. Holy That's shit! That's a bad one. Does- yeah. <laughs> so let's just edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got to stay. It's got to stay. I want my shame to be lived by everybody. Just like when I opened that Han Solo card and everybody saw what it looks like to be possessed by Cthulhu. Um, okay. Next up, Hawkeye. Jacob Walsh. How many fucks? Negative one fuck. Oh, that's cool. Whoa. No, I actually just gave it zero. I'm not actually. I, I said negative one fuck because I knew when Ryan heard that he would get extremely angry. I gave it zero. I just don't care about Hawkeye. All right. Okay. Um, I'll go next. Um, I, I give two fucks. I, I really like Jeremy Renner's portrayal of Hawkeye. I'm not a 
reader of the Hawkeye comics, but I actually thought his arc uh, within Endgame, uh, you know, he's the opening scene of the movie, and I don't know, I just really. I kind of didn't care about him that much before Endgame. Like, I remember the first Avengers came out, and it's like that first shot of like Hulk and Captain America and and Black Widow and Thor and, the and guy Iron Man, seven arrows, <laughs> and then the, the guy from like the Olympics. <laughs> like, uh, and I was like, I, I just didn't get it. But over time, I've, I've, I think it's I like Jamie Renner's haircut more than anything. I, th- I can't get away with it. I've got this dent in the back of my head that does not allow me to have that close shave. But anyways, uh, cool. I, I'm excited about it. I think I think there's going to be some cool stuff in there, and uh, the set photos look intriguing. So yeah, Abigail. Well, since I allotted the proper amount of fucks throughout the budget, I put down zero fucks for this. Sorry, Ryan. But yeah, I mean the haircut's cool and all that, and he's he's great in the opening of Endgame. But it's not something that I'm super. He's not a character that I'm super invested in. Wow. Yeah. All right. God. You guys. Next up, Loki. Nope. Nope. All right. What <laughs> what if the next one was Loki though? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, what if? Cool cool save, Craig. Uh what if is the animated uh uh show that's going to be on Disney Plus where you get alternative uh storylines, timelines, characters, things like that. Uh the previews and trailers have looked cool. Abigail, how many fucks? One fuck. All right. Feels good to give a fuck. Uh, this is an animated series. It's cool. It's going to be jam-packed with, like, everybody crossing over. All the voices. Yeah. All the actors. Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. You know, everyone's going to be back. So I think that's cool, Um, and I'm here for it. It's going to be people that we recognize that I've already known their storylines before, so I, I will be more invested in this series All than right. others. Jake? Um, I gave what if two fucks, uh, the comics are really fun and they're, they're just like, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it like gives it room to, to be silly and be its own thing. And they're just one-off stories and they're, and, and, uh, they're just, these are, you know, it's like you can do whatever you want in these, the, the what ifs you can do any sort of story that has no bearing on the rest of, you know, the universe. And it's just like a, a fun little getaway. Mm-hmm. I want to see a what if episode where Jake loves Captain Marvel. It's his favorite movie. <laughs> and you have a poster on the wall. You got the haircut. Yeah. You got your haircut just like her. And then Rocket comes and he doesn't sound like Rocket because it's me doing the voice. Yeah, and I just, he has a panic attack. I forgot how to do, do it. impressions <laughs> to start doing it. Um, so I, I gave this one fuck. I mean, I, listen, an, an animated series is traditionally not going to get me nearly as excited as like a live action series, but because it is all the original actors coming <clears> back and they can kind of play with the, the timelines and the storylines. And, and like Jake just said, do, uh, do whatever they want. I think one of the things in the preview, there's like, it looks like there's going to be a cool episode with like Yondu and black Panther. Like they're just cool stuff that you wouldn't even think about any yeah. excuse to watch Michael Rooker play on do I'm, I'm in on yeah bringing uh, back the characters that you wouldn't think you could see come back because you saw him pass away on screen it's that's cool all right there you wow, go spoilers uh, well, <laughs> should we read our yeah do yet? that let's for reference and context because i'm like getting upset over saying no i didn't read it all right I'll, I'll tell you what let's get through the the marvel <clears throat> stuff and then we'll take a quick break and i'll read the email all right okay. our user we should have a segment every week where it's a like user mail Okay. Oh God! You've got mail. We'll just read this one every week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's the mail; it never fails. What was that? Blues Clues. Damn. Yeah. Next up, Loki. Tom Hiddleston. We're finally gonna know what happened to Loki when he grabbed the tesseract 
which I love the Tesseract. He has the Tesseract again. Uh, and uh, man, the trailer for this thing looks wild. It's all over the place. Looks like it's going to be like sci-fi, 60s drama. Looks like Mad Men. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Jake, how many fucks? Um, I gave it three. Uh, it looks really it looks really fun. It looks really cool. Loki, he, he's a he's a, a great character that we've had, you know, since the beginning. And uh, it just looks like such a weird show. So I'm, I'm here for it. I don't think my brother should get his own show. The, Tesseract. <laughs> the Nissan Tesseract. Um, <laughs> OK, oh um, my God, my turn. Yeah, I gave this one fuck and it's cool that we're starting to give more fucks and get more invested in these. Um, That's why I did this in reverse. Yeah, I, I like it. would it. be like this. You know, it threw me at first, but I'm into it. So, yeah, one fuck. I, Rick and Morty, one of their writers is like working on this show. So it sounds like it's going to be kind of funny. Um, and traveling through time is very cool. And Loki's a, a, just a strong character, kind of magnetic um, and troubled and like just cool to watch on screen so there you I'm go. excited um I, I think i think tom hiddleston in this role is just fantastic and like jake said he's been there from the beginning and he you know he's obviously a huge villain but he's kind of become a little bit of an anti-hero uh as as time has gone on and it'll just be interested uh you know similar to some of the other marvel shows coming up then i know we're gonna be talking about one in just a moment i kind of don't know what the story is gonna be it's not clear cut like um well, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we're going to talk about right now, you don't know the exact storyline, but you kind of get the vibe that you kind of you, it's going to be an adventure with Falcon and Winter Soldier. But Loki, you're like, I don't know what's going on. So mm-hmm. it's very exciting. All right. Next up, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. All right. Sam Mackey and uh, not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody was convinced. Sebastian. Sebastian Stan. Stan yeah. Not Sebastian Shaw. Um, Sebastian Stan. Uh, so, so I, I thought this trailer was great. They're billing. This is more of like, this isn't a TV show. This is a six episode movie. Like, and, um, obviously the last time we saw them was at the end of Endgame. We know there's going to be a new captain America. Maybe it's who we think it is. Maybe it's not Abigail. How many fucks? Zero fucks. I don't have any fucks for Bucky. He's just not, it's just not. It's not something I care about, and I'm not going to fake it or force it. But that's you just, have always hated the Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's like a it's a male bonding thing that I'm I'm not <laughs> I don't get behind. So yeah, I give it zero fucks. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't support two best friends who found each other during the war yeah. and then lost each other. I just don't connect to it. All right, Jake. So I don't I don't really care about either one of these characters. Um, but I gave this two fucks because it seems to be the watching the previews and with and with a lot of the um, the rumors of of what might be included in this show. It sounds like it could be an important show for pushing uh, the MCU forward. Um, you know, there there are some. Uh, rumors that an episode takes place in Madripoor, which is like a famous X-Men location. And, you know, there are rumors that the X-Men will start showing up in this show or mutants would show up. And, um, if, if, if any of that has any, like, uh, you know, if any of that is legitimate in any sort of way, then I'm, I'm going to be excited for it. Right. The two, the two characters on their own, I don't really care for, but I can, I can be into it if it's going to be that kind of a thing. And it's going to be something that is really 
to push forward yeah. this uh, this universe, leading into something you care about. Well, yeah. you know, we've all wanted that that announcement that they're going to bring the X Men into the MCU, and I think the reason why they haven't yet is very specifically because they're going to be introducing the concepts of mutants and what that means in you know the constraints of this universe in some of these shows. Yeah, and that I think so. Yeah. And then we Marvel we could start our um, our new uh, Midnight Mutant. Every Friday on YHS, uh, where I will have to take a back seat and just be like, every now and then I'll chime in and be like, Logan was a great film. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I gave it three fucks. I think that um, it it's cool. And we've talked about the, a lot of this, especially with like Mandalorian, like in some of the Star Wars shows, like to get cinematic quality on a weekly TV show. And also I'm just excited that the MCU is back. It's been like, it's been a while. It's been almost a year since we've, you know, we're used to getting three of these movies a year. I'm ready to kick it back up and like see where it's going because it's not very certain right now. So yeah, definitely excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I really do. I've always liked Falcon. I think he's great in those movies. And I think uh, I like Bucky. Good. For he you. was the best dressed at Tony Stark's funeral. Another spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right we're gonna read the email i was about to say check our email after the next uh after yeah, the next we got one. one more uh number 12 wandavision starts in nine days on disney plus it's gonna be nine episodes oh. it's the uh the first live action disney plus marvel show we've seen the trailers i have no idea what's happening i have a feeling a lot of that takes place in the first episode and then it kind of moves on into something else. But I, that's just conjecture. Abigail, how many fucks? Yeah, I'm giving this two fucks. I think that um, a, it's just something to look forward to the fact that it's so close to us. It's going to be kind of set, setting the stage, I suppose for the rest of these um, series um, from Marvel. So I'm excited to see this come out on Disney plus. And I like Catherine Hahn a lot. And I know that she's in the show. She was on parks and rec I think she's really funny. She's um, awesome. Yeah, I've got a feeling there's going to be like a like for those who love television, it looks like it plays pays homage to a lot of different timelines. Yeah, it looks like there's some Brady shows. Bunch in there, yeah. some uh, Bewitched, maybe. Yeah, good classic TV Beaver. feels. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting. I think they can get really creative with it. I'm excited to see what exactly the storyline is. I gave it three fucks. Um, I like Paul Bettany as Vision a lot. And I'm interested to see how he plays into it because of events that happen in a little movie called. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in uh, Infinity War, and uh, I like Elizabeth Olsen a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the odds were against her that she would have been the best Olsen, but she's clearly the best Olsen mm-hmm. of, of the three. There's got to be mm-hmm. more than three. I uh, think there's seven. But she's great. I, I really I like just made that number. I know. I like Scarlet Witch. Was, and again, wow. you know, Scarlet Witch, that, that is something that also might lead into to the discussion of mutants and X-Men and things of that nature. Um, and I also just I love classic TV. In fact, I'm probably gonna watch some Brady Bunch tonight. Uh because that's just that's I'm an old soul. Yeah. So I'm excited about this one. Uh Jake, how about yourself? I gave it two and I, and I almost gave it three because it just, the, this one looks really weird. You know, it looks really out there and looks really, really different from everything else. And in, I mean, just like you, I I like both of those characters and, you know, if it's going to be a show where we get to see a lot of, uh, you know, maybe we get some history about Wanda and, and maybe it will be revealed, um, 
who her father is in, in, in this universe, because, um, traditionally Wanda's father is Magneto, you know? So that's, that's an X-Men, you know, jumping, uh, jumping in right there. But, you know, they, they had to keep that kind of ambiguous because, you know, when Wanda and, and, uh, her brother were, were introduced, they, they weren't even allowed to use the word mutant. Right. In these films. Right. So, so yeah, it's, it's another, it could be another, you know, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll get that answer and, and we'll see what's happening. Uh, there's this app called Magento, M A G E N T O, and it's an application used to connect. Uh, it doesn't really matter what it does, but it's a, it's a very big application and we use it at work and we have to work with it at work. And for my first several years there, I, I thought it was called Magneto and I would always <laughs> call it Magneto. And then one day, finally somebody corrected me. I was like, Oh yeah, I was looking at the Magneto notes earlier. They're like, Craig, it's Magento. And I was like, Oh, so Magneto makes more sense to me, I guess. But, um, <laughs> so that was, that was my story. Um, but I'm excited about it. Listen, we're, we're about to move on. We're about to pivot. First half of the fuck budget's done. This has been fun. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Um, but I, I keep referencing this email. So let's do a little bit of user mail. This was an email we got in the Yes Have Some inbox, our first email of the year. And by the way, if you want to send us mail, if you want to send us emails and ask us questions, you have topics, maybe we can make this a weekly segment. If you guys send the emails, we'll do it. Yes, have some cast at gmail.com. Yes, have some cast at gmail.com. Feel free to send something nice too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> send our home address. Well, he now. said happy new year. Uh, well, he did. <laughs> so, um, user mail. I will not reveal this person's name. Why? Just well, say it. This is from somebody named Robert. I don't want to give out the guy's last name because I'm <laughs> fine. And this is not a name I recognized. With everything Robert, going on in the world. This is from Robert Sozaby. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, he says, hi, guys and gal. I just wanted to remind you. Oh, by the way, I didn't even read this, the subject yeah. line. You have to. The subject line of the email is still fuck off, please. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, God, I can't wait to read this. You know what it's like to just spend hours and hours and hours of your week creating content for the pure entertainment of people. And then you get an email that says, still fuck off, please. I like that oh. he's polite. Hi, guys and gal. I just wanted to remind you to still fuck off for spoiling Endgame. Never listening to your podcast again. Wish I could, but the spoilers make it not worthwhile. Other than that. Have a happy new year. Let's break it down. We have never spoiled Endgame. I mean, we well, have three times. Here's the thing is like, we, I mean, we probably talked about it as soon as we saw it. But I mean, are we going to do, do people expect us to go watch a movie and then do an episode about it and not talk about what happens in it? If you're listening to the show, usually at the beginning, if we're talking about a movie that's in theaters, we say, hey, we're going to talk about this movie. If you're not an idiot, you would know that we're probably about to spoil it because that's how you have to do that to review it. Mm. Who hasn't seen Endgame? Like if you're listening yes, to our that, podcast. I want to know the timeline on this. I'm I'm confused as in like is he going back and listening having not seen Endgame? And – 
Yeah, I don't know. It there's, just doesn't sound like it's on it us at all. Me, it sounds to me like <laughs> Endgame came out. We did an episode about it probably that week, and he probably listened before he saw the movie. Okay. So I think that's his fault. The subject We're line, in his thoughts, though. The subject lines is still fuck off, please, insinuating that at one point he was telling us to fuck off, and now he still wants us to fuck off. Oh. Um, One thing that I find interesting is that, like, we could have loose like like we have on this episode. We've talked about in-game technically spoilers multiple times, but I think there is a window. Like you basically have when a new movie comes out, how long do you have until it's public until domain. it's public knowledge? I don't think it's that long. Like a month? I would imagine like once it especially once it's on a streaming service, once you could buy it in a store. Yeah. Like it's I mean, with, point, with TV, it's like the neck with Mandalorian. The, the going thing is like you have till the following Monday and then all bets are off. So um, I don't know. You fuck off. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, honestly, there's no way we waited a month before spoiling it on the episode. But no, no we did a whole review not- episode like the day it came out. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you listen to that kind of stuff, you know, like. I feel like we're that's not that doesn't make us spoilers. Mm -hmm. It's a spoiler if we post it in a public forum. If you seek out an episode Mm. that clearly says this is a review of Endgame and you decide to press play on that, then you're a fucking idiot. But even even further than that, if you are listening to a podcast that talks about movies, TV, comics, things like this. And it is post Endgame. Any episode released post Endgame. If you're listening to us and you haven't seen that movie and it's on your to do list, like, th- sorry, <laughs> like, like I, I think we're put on a great show, but like, there's no excuse to not have seen Endgame. Yes. All right. But also, we've never we're a spoiler free show. We've never publicly like talked about spoilers or given stuff away like prior to a movie coming out. When it's part of right. our format to review something and you have to cover See, all I think the content. I don't yeah. think it's that. I don't think it was. I, I'm sure. Listen, we're going to wrap up on this. But Endgame came out in what? December 2019, whatever it was. So I'm sure there's been multiple times we've referenced the events of Endgame since then offhand. But we can't like every time we talk about a movie, be like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Goodfellas, we're about to spoil something from it. Like, we're a movie podcast, so if movies right. exist, we assume yeah, that you've seen them. It's generally, like, if it's part of our timeline where we've covered it when it came out, all of our listeners en- engaged about it in, in group therapy, then at that point, if you're not along the ride with us, then sorry <laughs> that you just jumped on. Yeah, listen. Not sorry. Um, Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the rest of this fuck budget. That was fun. Good. You know, I felt felt good about that. I felt good about that. Everyone's like, well, "I'm not going to send an email now. I'm not going to get chastised publicly." All these people. Um, number twelve. No, no, no. Number eleven. A droid story. An original animated movie for Disney Plus. Is it a movie or is it a show? I don't know. I'm about to look up. Yeah. Well, I'll you I look that up. Okay. R2-D2, C-3PO, our main stars. Whether it's a movie or a show, Jacob, how many fucks do you give? Oh, this got three fucks. Um, 
I'm I'm all in for any sort of droid action. I love C-3PO and R2-D2, and I like the old droids animated um, movie, and I'm here for this. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you singing? <laughs> yeah, I took my headphones off and I sang for a moment. Okay. I agree with Jake. I gave this three fucks. I love droids. I like just watched the animated movie like again recently. Um, and this the description of it says that it's an animated special, and it's about the beloved bots R two D two C three PO embarking on their own adventures. Little is known, um, but it's it says that it's bound to be a treat for fans of the original trilogy. So, yeah, I think that's gonna it's right up my alley. I find them to be the two like most comedic duo, um, the most beloved like that. Oh, they're great. My yeah, I, I feel like. I love R2-D2. I don't know. Do Jake, do Star Wars fans... I know you love C-3PO and I love C-3PO, but I feel like sometimes Star Wars fans give C-3PO a little bit of a hard time. I feel like they do too, and they need to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what it, like sometimes people are like, oh, Jake's like so cynical, blah, 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 uh, which you are, but we all are. But sure. Jake, you said that C-3PO was the best part of Rise of Skywalker. He is. He's like, he's got some pretty touching and very funny moments in that movie. He's great in it. Uh, Okay, it might be a little crazy to say (laughs) C-3PO is the best best part of the, you know, the end all (laughs) movie in the the series. I like it. And maybe it's not, but he but he is great. in it. I like Like, C-3PO is really I know a lot of people were annoyed that he gets his uh, his memory back. We don't have to go into it, but he he's great in that movie. He gets his memory back (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, have spoiler podcast. Hey. Um, no, I agree. I love C three PO. His the dynamic between him and R two D two is fucking awesome, and R two D two is just always the best. R two, oh R two. Okay, I respect C three PO. I think he's the the thread that connects every movie. Of obviously. course, they are. Yeah, yeah, the two of them. And Jake, I really want to see you like protesting uh, with a sign that says "Give C-3PO a chance." Hey, much like your Jaws ride sign. By the <laughs> way, you know that I was forgetting Rogue One. They cut to C-3PO and R2D2. They're like standing in the bay. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's like if you guys only knew the adventure that was yeah. about to uh, happen. Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I gave that three fucks. That's I'm, dude. Animated Star Wars. Fuck yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though I said earlier I don't care about animated, but it's it's if they bring back Anthony Daniels and. And uh, I guess nobody does the voice of R2, but like the beep, 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 beep guy. Um, Okay, cool. Uh, Number 10, Lando, uh, the live action Disney Plus series. We have no information on it other than uh, there is a director attached. And I think Abby has that information. Uh, There is a rumor this week that it will take place over two different timelines. So maybe it's like Billy Dee Williams and Donald Glover. I have no idea. Donald Glover is not confirmed yet. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Abigail, how many fucks? I gave this one tentative trepidatious fuck because, yeah, it's like I didn't absolutely fall in love with Donald Glover as Lando in Solo. He was one of the better parts of that movie, but that's not saying much. Um, So, yeah, and since we don't know if he's completely attached to this, I I don't know if I can allot more than one fuck to it. I think that Lando has a lot of potential. I think that uh, the original character is very cool, and I'd like to see um, a show that's done the right way. And explores his character a little bit more, so I'm giving it one fuck. And who who's that a uh, person associated with this? Um, Do you have that? Justin Simon. Okay. If Dear White People is in charge of developing the series. Okay. Cool. Uh, Jake, how many fucks? 
Um, I gave it one fuck. I, out of out of all the Star Wars stuff, I would say that it's the one that I'm probably like least excited for. Um, or maybe it, maybe not completely the least, but it probably ties with a few other things. But I can't. I could not give anything in the Star Wars category zero fucks. Right. I just can't because I care about all of it. Um, but Lando for me right now is that's not one of the ones that gets me like super pumped. Okay. Yeah. 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 I kind of feel the same way. I mean, until we know more about it, like it, you know, it used to be like, you can't say, well, it's star Wars. It's going to be good. Cause that's not always the case, but I, I have faith that they'll, they'll do. I kind of thought Lando and solo, I thought it was kind of underserved. Like I, I honestly didn't think it was that great. I, I kind of thought, I thought Donald Glover did okay, but like it didn't feel like a reinterpretation of the character. It kind of felt more like an impression of Billy D Williams. And I don't know. It just, it didn't hit me the way I thought it was going to. Cause I was very excited about that. Cause I really do like Donald Glover a lot. So, um, I, I gave it two fucks, uh, probably a little bit lower on my list of what I'm excited about for star Wars, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a while. So, all right. Number nine, acolyte. Now, again, we don't have a lot of information on this other than we know it's going to be, uh, female centric, a thriller and, set 200 years before the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, it takes place at the end of the High Republic era, which is the new uh, the new era they're exploring with the the books that are just hitting now. Um, again, not a lot of information. I gave it two fucks, Abigail. Cool. I feel like I'm going to be honest. I gave it zero fucks because of the lack of information. Um, and that's it. Like, there's not enough. There's not enough heat attached to this, or spark, or pop. It doesn't have any information. Yeah. I mean, I think it has potential, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I do like being able to explore new parts of the Star Wars universe where you can just tell your own story and not have to worry about interfering too much with, you know, the movies and things like that. But uh, uh, how about yourself, Jake? Uh, I gave it one, um, just for the 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 same thing. I, I don't know enough about it. Okay. Cool. Cool. We'll know more soon. It'll probably be great. Uh, Number eight, Visions. Now, this is the anime series, a series of Star Wars anime shorts. Jake. Yeah. How many fucks? So this looks really cool and it looks fun. I I, I did still only give it one fuck for now, but I am I am excited to see what this is about. It looks uh, it looks really fun. Abigail. Cool. I gave it zero fucks. Um, it's it's cool that it's anime, um, but it just because of the other things on the list that I had mm-hmm. to a lot more fucks to, I had to drop it to zero. Okay, uh, and again, I think I'm I think I gave less fucks than anybody on this fuck budget. Well, so. I also gave this zero fucks, but also I did not stick to the rules. I just I can't pretend like I like anime. I don't. I've never enjoyed it. Like it's just not my thing. That's not saying I won't ever. But I just, it's, it's just not for me. And maybe that makes me an uncultured piece of shit, but whatever. I don't care, but it's still star Wars. So I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Right. Um, actually, you know what? The animatrix wasn't that anime. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was animated. <laughs> Anim- anime is just like Japanese animation. Yes. Well, I know what anime is. Okay. So if I watch like the old Flintstones, but I'm in Japan, that's anime. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Okay. Um, 
Rangers of the New Republic. Now, I had some fun with Abby earlier because she had this as <laughs> Revenge of the New Republic. Yes, and I walked I in and said, hey, Abby, what is that? That's not a thing. It sounds cool. <laughs> the Revenge of the New Republic. So, um, I'm sorry. 23 categories is a lot to handle. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic. This is a spinoff of The Mandalorian. We don't have any details on casting or anything. We can predict what we might think it's going to be. Uh, it is being overseen by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So having said that, Abigail. Yeah. How many fucks? One fuck. This is a crossover like universe between Mando and Ahsoka. Um, so that's that's interesting to me. It has characters that I, I care very deeply for. Um, so although I had the title wrong, I'm giving it a fuck and I'm I excited like, about it. I like reve- like the, the new Republic has fallen. This is the story <laughs> of the revenge on the First Order. Yes. Uh, Jake, how many fucks? I gave it to, you know, it being uh, live action and taking uh, taking place at the same time as, as Mando and these other shows that we're going to be talking about here in a second. Um, it just seems like there'll, there'll probably be some crossover with stuff we already know. And, and uh, the live action, you know, Mando's great. So more of that. And that's probably what it's going to be. More of that kind of, you know, filmmaking, basically. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I gave it five fucks. And so this wow. this show is going to be one of two things. It's either going to be the story of these new leaders, uh, like these new rebel like uh, rangers, right? Uh, people like Cara Dune. I think this could be very Cara Dune heavy. I, I, I think I have a feeling it probably will be. Yeah. And I really like her that in that character. And I really I think, you know, all the stuff with the New Republic and they're trying to, you know, get order in the universe post empire. And then you've got like the new X-wing pilots and like all that stuff. I, I, it's a story that interests me. So I'm excited about that. Now you got to remember in the old canon in the books, there are stories of the Jedi Rangers, which were groups of Jedi that formed, uh, led by Luke Skywalker. And there is a chance it could be that like, we don't really know, but, um, for all the reasons mentioned, I'm, I'm very excited about it. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll know more soon. Uh, it's not, that won't be for a couple of years. Uh, Ahsoka, number six, being written by Dave Filoni, starring Rosario Dawson. Uh, it is going to be the continuation of her story that we saw brought forth in The Mandalorian, continued from, obviously, her legacy in The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Abigail Gardner. Yes. Ahsoka. Five fucks. All right. I'm rolling out the fucks now. They're just going to keep coming. Right. I'm so excited about this show. I love Rosaria Dawson. Um, I think she's incredibly talented and the fact that she's a fan of the character and like similar to Katie Sackhoff has like worked with Dave Filoni to, to like letting like they, you know, they know she knows the character and loves the character and really just brings it to the screen. Um, I loved seeing her in Mando this past season and I'm just totally invested in this show. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I'm really excited to see more about her character live action and kind of go back and watch some of the animated stuff too, to have to fill in some of my knowledge. I'm excited. Jake. I I mean, literally everything Abby just said, but I gave it six fucks. Cool. Dang. Mm-hmm. Jake, you, you, you became kind of smitten with, with Ahsoka on, on her one appearance. Uh, who, who hasn't? She's great. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. She's great. Dude, it's the way that she handles Grogu. Like she's the, and the Spoilers. way she handles, and the way she handles her lightsaber. Like she's tough, but she's got that like maternal um, sweet. We know that she's going to be hunting down a uh, grand Admiral Thrawn. And there's been some casting rumors. One thing that popped up, who knows how much credence there is. 
But there is a casting rumor that John Favreau is eyeing Robert Downey Jr. to play Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now, I don't have a strong attachment to the character of Grand Admiral Thrawn, but seeing as our beloved Iron Man, who may or may not be with us anymore, followed up his stint as Tony Stark in the Dr. Doolittle flop of the century. Mm-hmm. I could totally see Robert yeah. Downey Jr. wanting Come to back. get back into something that is uh, going to be uh, a little bit more lucrative. So uh, I'm cool with it. I mean, maybe some people aren't, but I don't know. I, I like Robert Downey Jr. I'm down. Mm-hmm. And I gave it five fucks. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Cool. It's going to be great. Um, and the fact that Dave Filoni is doing it is he seems to know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney plus limited series. I think it's going to be f- either four or six episodes. I don't know. Jake, how many fucks? Huh. How many fucks? I gave it 10. Wow. I gave it 10 fucks. Now this walk me, thing. walk me through your, your, uh, your headspace here. I mean, it's this is the thing that I'm most excited for out of all of it. And, you know, at first, um, when they first started talking about an Obi-Wan show, like bef- even before like Mandalorian came out, I was like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need to see more of a character we already know. I just don't. Um, but then watching Mandalorian and seeing how well all of it was handled and how well they were able to take some old things and, and bring them back into play. Uh, and then hearing, you know, like Ewan McGregor is back and now Hayden Christensen is going to be back as, as Darth Vader and, and possibly as Anakin, uh, you know, there's rumors that it's going to be a two timeline kind of thing. So if we're going to, if we're going to get some like live action clone Wars stuff and, and get to see Anakin and, and Obi-Wan like kind of together again, 10 fucks, dude. Nice. Respect. I respect that. I give it five fucks. Um, the return of Hayden and Ewan's like very exciting. I, I really love prequel stuff. Um, I respect Attack of the Clones, even though, you know, it gets a lot of shit. Um, if it's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, I think that's a, a really cool timeline to pick up at. Um, I'm just I'm very invested and excited about this series. I'm excited to see uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back on screen. I think they have great chemistry, and I I really like watching them in the prequels. So it'll be cool to see them brought back in this like in the new light with the way that like things are are, are done now. Almost um, having the Mandalorian sort of set the uh, the template for how good things can be. I'm very excited to see how good um, some of the, the cool stuff from the prequels can be made now and, like, right. and have, have a fresh take on it. Deborah Chow, who's a director on a couple episodes of season one of The Mandalorian, is is show running and, and writing and directing Obi-Wan. And I'm just like that period of time between uh, Revenge of the Sith and, and A New Hope, like, you know, we see the last time we see Obi-Wan, he's going off into hiding on Tatooine. And the next time we see him, it's <laughs> he's much older <laughs> looking um and i don't know jake i kind of agree with you when i first heard about it i had that feeling of like well do we really need to fill in like the details like what like we all just kind of assumed he sat on tattooing for 20 years and that was it but now that they're kind of teasing this second battle like this rematch between darth vader and obi-wan that we've never gotten to see like that just gets me so hyped mm-hmm. yeah like who yeah, would want to see that yeah for sure I, I think it's one of those things where uh 
when you go back and you're watching, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you when you see that Darth Vader, the very first Darth Vader and Obi Wan battle, and you see how the the fighting is in that compared to how well they're able to do stuff now. It, it, I think it's sort of born out of that a little bit. They're kind of like, oh, let's redo that. Let's <laughs> right. we need a reason to do this again and mm-hmm. make it like very amazing. So. Right. And it's one of those things where it has the chance to even make, you know, the events of a new hope even more impactful. Kind of like how Rogue One did where when you watch a new hope now, like you have that little bit of a backstory, like this whole crew oh, spoiler alert, uh, died <laughs> trying to get the death star. Plans. <laughs> yeah. It um, enriches the content. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing about these star Wars shows. Like don't just do it to do it. If you're going to fill in the backstory, enrich what's already there and make it even more. Um, and that's been my argument and Abby, we've talked about this a lot. My argument against solo is that nothing in that movie makes my future viewings of Han Solo, the character any better. Like I don't watch a new hope now and go, now I know how I got a blaster. Now I know how him and Chewie met. Like it how he got his name. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> fill in any of the, the really interesting or yeah. more curious blanks of a thousand percent. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm glad we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four, we're almost done folks. Andor. That's coming up next. That's going to be the first one we see, I think. Oh, no, maybe not. I don't know. They're filming it now. Cassie and Andor. Diego, I think production started, then they had to like halt. Yeah, Diego Luna is re- reprising his role as Cassie and Andor from Rogue One. I gave this six fucks. And by the way, I wasn't that excited about this show, but I did rewatch Rogue One recently. I really like that character. And knowing that it's going to be kind of like a spy thriller, I'm excited about it. Like, again, there as long as they're doing it to, to make that character even, uh, you know, bigger and bolder and more interesting. And it's going to add to kind of the, you know, because the, the, the sizzle reel they showed you, you, you kind of get a sense that this is again, a big star Wars production. And he's got that line in rogue one. He says like, I've been fighting this in this rebellion since I was six years old. So, um, I think it's cool. It wouldn't have been my first choice for a spinoff, but I, I do think it's really cool. Jake. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I gave it two fucks, but I agree. Like, I, I, I like that movie a lot, um, Rogue One, and, and I'm just excited to see any of that continue, especially if it's got that kind of a feel to it. Like the way, you know, the beginning of Rogue One when he's like um, kind of uh, trying to extract some info from somebody and then the stormtroopers see him and he ends up like shooting yep, that dude in the him, alley. Yep, yep. I just want more of that. Yes. For More sure. people getting shot in an alley in Star Wars. Yeah. So. 100%. Exactly. That's that's how I feel. I'm giving it four fucks for the same reason. I love Diego Luna. Um, rewatching Rogue One recently, it's really high up there on my list of like favorite uh, top five Star Wars movies, I'd say. At least top ten. Um, <laughs> sorry. You know what? <laughs> top ten Star Wars movies. Headphones. I'm just going to say headphones. All okay, right. You're fine. You're good. It's good. All you're right. Good. The, like Jake's saying, though, like when we caught up with um, – with Cassian in Rogue One, he was like a a troubled like antihero having to like kill for the the right cause kind of thing. Um, and I'm interested in that. Plus the spy espionage stuff sounds. So very you're saying that's more interesting than I'm a pilot. I want to be a pilot. I'm a pilot. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I'm yes. gonna be a pilot. I would be yes. a pilot. Did you guys hear the big news? I've never been like what? Han Solo is gonna fly a plane. <laughs> at Did some you point. hear? <laughs> you know it's true because he said it ten yeah. times already. <laughs> Hope you're ready. <laughs> I'm going to be a pilot. Yeah. I've got no kin. I'll call you Solo. Fuck yes. That. No, this show sounds like it's going to explore gray area and be interesting. And the set stuff 
um, behind the scenes, like from production looked really, that really got me into it. Yeah. It looks like Rogue One. All right. Number three, a late edition. Oh no, this wasn't the late edition. (laughs) This was was the late edition, the controversy. (laughs) Well, in your defense, there, there was some confusion on whether or not season three of Mando and the book of Boba Fett were two separate entities, but they definitely are. The book of Boba Fett will be the next thing we see debuts Christmas, 2021. Jacob Walsh, one of the greatest Boba Fett fans of all time. (laughs) That's my other what if episode. Jake's wearing Uh, a Boba Fett helmet watching Captain Marvel. (laughs) I gave Boba Fett two fucks. uh, And that's more fucks than I've ever given to Boba Fett. (laughs) And I. It's a real fuck fest over here. Listen, I gave him those two fucks because um, the Mandalorian. Uh, the show, The Mandalorian, has done a lot of has done a lot of good things for Star Wars, I think. And and one of the best things that it can do is take, uh, you know, either old plot holes or or, or whatever, and and just fix that stuff. And the and and even though Boba Fett annoyed the fuck out of me before this, and I always disliked Boba, and and it's not. I'm I'm sure I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but it's not specifically Boba that I get annoyed about. It's his like reputation, his unearned reputation is what is so annoying about Boba Fett. Um, But now they're they're You know, now we actually have a character and we have a little bit of uh, a, a little bit to actually go on. And we have a character that's speaking and we're learning you know, family history and we're watching him actually be the badass that people have been saying he is with no proof for the last however many years. So I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching Boba Fett. And again, it's, this is taking place at the same time as Mandalorian. It's going to be the same kind of thing. I'm into it. Amen. Abigail. Yo, yes, I'm giving this uh, five fucks. I think that for the same reasons that Jake said, it's like about the, um, it used to be more talk and no action, but now after Mando, like we've seen Boba Fett be awesome and badass and uh, kick ass. And that episode in particular that I'm thinking of, that was like the Robert Rodriguez episode. And he's going to be behind this uh, show, which is, that's John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Robert Rodriguez. That's like a powerhouse team. Um, and Ming Nguyen is incredible and gorgeous and like full of just everything and life. And I'm very excited to see her and Tamara Morrison come back um, and team up and do their thing. Like whatever it is, I'm going to be here for it. Yeah, there's definitely been a change in the the character and the character motivations for Boba Fett. I mean, there was this thing going around the internet that the the change of you know he's got the little stripes, the the yellow stripes on his on his armor, that in Mandalorian culture the yellow stood for like revenge, uh, and then like once he rescued uh, helped rescue the child and everything, they switched over to red, which in Mandalorian culture meant loyalty. Um, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but. It goes to say that what they did with Boba Fett is they really gave the character uh, an interesting uh, outlook in this in this show. And in the couple appearances, like obviously it was badass to see Slave One and it was cool to see Boba Fett in the armor. But to see that teaser for the book of Boba Fett where he go him and Fennec Shan go back to Jabba's palace and they take out Big Fortuna and then he takes the throne like this might be a guy who maybe he was living in a Sarlacc pit for a couple of years and has been wandering the desert, wandering the galaxy. And he's out to, you know, 
stake his claim basically. Um, and it just look, I mean that as a fan of return of the Jedi, Abby seeing that book of Boba Fett teaser, that stinger at the end of Mandalorian. I mean, that was everything. Yeah. To me. I mean, it, they did it such a good, you put, um, return of the Jedi on like probably eight or nine times after watching that, that week <laughs> I watched it like every night falling asleep. Just, you really did. yeah. I want to go back to Jabba's palace and like seeing that it, it all recreated. That just gets me jazzed. Well, come on, gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, not much else to say other than I gave it six fucks and I'm very, very excited for it. And you know what? Let's finish it up with two more. Let's do bad batch first. Cool. All right. The bad batch is the new animated series. It's going to be in the spinoff continuation of the clone wars. I gave it one fuck. I'll watch it. Not a hundred percent. My thing as far as star Wars goes, but, um, I've got a lot of catching up to do with Clone Wars and Rebels, so I can't start the new animated series till I catch up, but that's just my stance on that. Cool. My turn? I'm giving it two fucks. I think that it's going to be good, obviously, with the people behind it, like I said, with um, Book of Boba Fett. But uh, having not finished Clone Wars, I I can't give it more than two. Um, I'm I'm excited, though. I think it's going to be tight. Jake? Um, I gave it one pretty much for exactly what you said, Craig. I just, I haven't seen uh, all of Clone Wars and Rebels. Uh, it's animated, which it, it looks fun and great, but it's just lower on my list. All right, let's talk about it. Mandalorian season three. Whew. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say other than every fuck I could possibly have left. 69 fucks. <laughs> like, I'll let you guys talk about it first. Abby. Yeah, I gave this, in reality, I gave this 10 fucks, which is the most fucks I've given anything on this list. Um, and I wish I kind of wish I'd given it more at this point. I wonder um, if this is the most we've ever said fuck in one episode. Possibly. <laughs> I wish of, we had a ticker. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, um, Mando season three is going to be something I'm looking forward to, kind of the the star I'm going to attach my wagon to and like ride into the future with. Um, I, I really love, uh, Din Jardin and I really love Pedro Pascal and the way that he's embraced that character, um, kind of fell in love with the character with the mask on and just like, like we were saying, like leading by action, not words. Like he's just such a, a strong and compelling, um, character with a, such an interesting arc to come from, um, from nothing and to be like a foundling and, and now to be joining up with these teams of, People, new best friends, all of which are really interesting, colorful, wonderful, rich characters. Um, I'm just excited for more of it. I think that Dave Filoni like just flipped the world on. Like it, having Mandalorian season two in 2020 was like that was the the one really good thing that we got that got us through it. Kind of. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm geared up and ready for season three. Whatever it whatever whenever it comes and whatever it brings, I'm excited for it. Jake. Yes. Um, I gave it three fucks. Uh, I, I listen. I, I, Jake's I'm like, I have a lot of fucks. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all I got left, you know. Uh, I, I'm not sure my fucks equal, you know, 44 anyway, but we'll see. Um, I gave it three because I, I am really excited about it, and and the in the last two seasons, I think have been basically. Per- I think it's like a perfect show, but also, um, it feels over to me. Like that felt like a very definitive. And and whenever I heard that season three was not Boba Fett, that it there is going to be a, a season three of Mandalorian, I just find myself like wondering where it's going to go, 
do we need it? Like, do, do we need more of that? Like we, we had such a good, I mean, when some, when something feels perfect and you watch two seasons of a show that feel that way and they end and it ends in such a amazing, like, can it get any better than having like Luke Skywalker showing up and, and, and that like, uh, Grogu goodbye. Like it, I, can it, I don't mm. think it can. It feels like such a perfect ending and it was so good and emotional that to just be like, no, we're going to have another season. Almost. It's almost a little scary to me because it feels like it cannot be topped and it feels, I, I just have no clue where it's going to go. So it's almost a little, I'm a little nervous I'm more nervous than like excited about it. Yeah. So they said it was going to start production after Boba Fett wraps up. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if the book of Boba Fett touches a little bit on the events uh, that will lead into season three of Mandalorian. But um, let's think of the ongoing storylines that we have and where those could possibly go. Obviously you have uh, the Mandalorian uh, Din is now in possession of the dark saber. He tried to give it to Bo-Katan and she was like, no, it doesn't work that way. We have to battle to the death. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just take it. Just take this stupid fucking sword. I don't care. Yeah, I don't even like it. it. It's not even made of best car. It's stupid. Um, and uh, so obviously that's a storyline that we're going to have to best car collector. But then again, like he might be like, Oh wait, he might kind of get into it and be like, well, I can now be like the king of, Mandalore, which it kind of seems like he might be into. Um, but then also we have, um, I don't know if you remember this part of the episode. A lot of people haven't talked about it. Um, Luke Skywalker from those old star Wars movies mm. showed up and he took, uh, <laughs> the, that little green one. Okay. That looks like a uh, Yoda, Yoda, Yogle. And, uh, yeah. So it's like, where does that go? Like th- I, I don't even know. We're going to have to do a whole separate episode trying to figure out what what the storyline with Grogu, who literally is the most popular Star Wars character since sliced bread and and uh, Luke, Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. So now that they're together, do we see a flash forward? Do we see him being trained in the new Jedi Temple? Do we get a spinoff show that's Luke and Grogu? Uh, does it? Who knows? Like I'm leaning towards Jedi makeover. I think we're going to get a flash forward. I think that season three of the Mandalorian could take place after the events of, uh, of, uh, you know, rise of Skywalker. Like I really do because it's 25 years. You don't have to age Grogu that much, but you don't have to answer the question of who's going to play Luke Skywalker, but I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I give it eight, 10, 45 fucks. I'm excited about it, but Jake, I completely agree with you. Two perfect seasons. You know, te- he, yeah. you're you're testing those waters of of yeah. diluting it a little bit. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy, but <laughs> I do not believe Disney will be uh, willing to let go of the the uh, the Baby Yoda, Grogu uh, Cash Cow, the Cash Cow character. Uh, so anytime soon. So yeah, that's it. We did it. The mega fuck budget. Yay! We did it. That was pretty good. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. I have like a huge relief. <laughs> You like I just it. took a test and I'm going to get some lunch now. So we're going to wrap it up starting next week. We're going to have a countdown every week. We're going to be breaking down some of our favorite, funniest, silliest moments of yes, have some podcast, uh, going down memory lane. And then we'll have a, an anniversary episode where we kind of go back in time and, and recap how we got where we are and where we're going. Uh, and, uh, listen guys, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything, but we got to get that trailer watch started soon. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a second Ghostbusters yeah. trailer. We got Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. Some people think Super Bowl could be it. The big game. The big night. Mm. Uh, 
but we'll see. Lots of fun to come this year. Thank you guys. Make sure that you're subscribing to us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, checking out all of our social media, and we will see you next week for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner. And the Still s- fuck off. <laughs> Still fuck off. <laughs> That's going to be our new sign off. Still fucking off after all these years. <laughs> yeah, I am. All right, everybody. It's a way of life. Bye. Later. Bye, guys. <laughs>